Welcome to the Power Podcast and our 2020 theme, Power Perspective. I'm your host, Malia Warner, discussing ideas to help empower your life by seeing things in a new way. Today is episode 63, five lessons that the movie Incredibles 2 teaches about parenting during coronavirus. Hello and welcome. Are you ready for some fun? I have wanted to do this episode for a long time now. It's been outlined since the very beginning of the podcast, one of the first episodes I brainstormed. I wanted to do it last year for Mother's Day, and then other topics got put ahead. And now is the time. Many of us have been quarantined inside our houses for a couple of weeks in hopes to minimize the spread of coronavirus. And I think we have a lot to relate with in today's topic. If nothing else, today's episode combines my favorite things, meaningful story, fun, family, and humor. Have you been seeing funny memes and images shared around social media these past weeks about working and schooling from home? I've seen photos of kids bound and gagged while mom and dad try to get some office work done. Working your paid job is a challenge. Parenting as a job is challenging. Parenting while working a paid job from home, now that's extreme. When the animated film Incredibles 2 came out, I loved how writer-director Brad Bird and his team created a film that emphasized family dynamics over the tropes of the superhero genre. Bird took 15 years developing the sequel to Incredibles, and I thought it was well worth the wait. In the feature, we see Mr. Incredible taking on the role of full-time stay-at-home parent, while his wife Helen Parr goes out to change the public's perspective about superheroes. Sounds like she could use a power podcast about power perspective, right? Ultimately, she ends up trying to capture the evil villain, Screen Slaver. The movie has so many clever, obvious, and hidden messages about parenting and family life at home with children that seem especially applicable right now when we're homebound. And that is why today I wanted to share five of my favorite takeaway messages about parenting and family that come from Pixar's movie Incredibles 2, which is available right now on Netflix and will be on Disney Plus July 2020. It is a great family flick to share while you are in quarantine. Last night we rewatched it as a refresher in preparation for this podcast and I loved it even more. Favorite takeaway message number one, moms have to be flexible. I love how Pixar created the character of Helen Parr as Elastigirl. Writer-director Brad Bird felt that as a mother, Helen Parr was required by society to be pulled in many different directions. The animators used her ability to stretch in such creative ways in the first Incredibles movie, and they took it up several notches in the sequel. I looked up Wikipedia's description of Elastigirl's superpowers, and Wikipedia explains her powers and abilities this way, which is just too perfect. Elastigirl's primary superpower is elasticity, which allows her to stretch various parts of her body to many different sizes. Mamas out there, I know you can relate to this. 
stretching various parts of the body to many different sizes. Wikipedia goes on to say, this ability can extend to shape-shifting, as she can use elasticity to change her form and density as when she morphs into a boat or a parachute. She can achieve superhuman levels of strength, durability, and agility using her elasticity powers. In addition to her powers, Elastigirl is a capable pilot, operative, and tactician. And I bet she can really drive a minivan in the movie, Helen Parr says, I'm Elastigirl. I'm flexible. She is literally changing and adapting to fit any situation, whether it's reaching her hand under a door to undo the locks or stretching those crazy octopus arms to stop the boiler from exploding while feeding the baby a bottle. Flexibility is the mantra of mothering. As a mother, you have to learn flexibility or you will snap. And I think that flexibility is possible due to the warmth and softness that comes naturally to mothers. I think it's so clever towards the end of the film when Elastigirl is captured by the evil villain whose name is Evelyn, evil villain, not to ruin the name Evelyn for anyone, that she's kept in a cold room because the cold prevents her from being able to stretch. If she tries to stretch when she's cold, her body will snap. So mamas out there, stay loose, keep warm. Warm hearts, soft hearts equals greater flexibility. A couple of my favorite Mrs. Parr moments are when she turns into a trampoline and Mr. Parr literally bounces off her. Perhaps I relate to this because after three hours of wrestling a 10-month-old during church, I have felt like a human trampoline. Those chubby baby legs working out bouncing squats on my thighs have left bruises. Or perhaps it's because I feel like everyone bounces things off of me. A new business idea, the next remodeling project, topics for the English essay, or the grand vision for this year's Halloween costume. Everybody uses mom to get trajectory for their next launch. And at the end of any given day, my ears and my brain are bouncy as jello. Another favorite Mrs. Parr moment is when the family is stuck living in a motel, eating Chinese takeout, and the boy Dash says, Ew, vegetables! Who ordered a whole box of just vegetables? And Mrs. Parr says, I did because they are good for you and you are going to eat them. Touche, Elastigirl. I bet you didn't get your super flexibility by skipping out on the broccoli and carrots. Before getting married and having children, Helen Parr was a super girl, riding a mohawk and saving the day. I think the movie does an excellent job capturing a universal mothering sentiment when Mrs. Parr looks around at her family crammed into a motel room and realizing what her life has come to says, I am never going to be super again. Number two, my second favorite takeaway from the movie Incredibles 2 is that parenting is hard to put into words. I mean, how hard can it really be? What is it that makes a day spent with children so mentally and physically exhausting? 
When Elastigirl is invited to become the new face for superheroes, she asks, but what about the kids? And Mr. Incredible says, I'll watch the kids, no problem, easy. The film did a great job showing the little things that add up to make parenting a bit more complicated than it appears from the outside. Here are some of my favorite Mr. Incredible moments. The questions. I love Mr. Incredible's run-in with the challenge of answering kids' questions. It starts when Violet and Dash ask where their mom went and why she was wearing her super suit. Is mom doing superhero work? Isn't that illegal? Mr. Incredible says, she's doing it so we don't have to live in a motel. So mom is getting paid to break the law? She's working to help so that supers won't be illegal. So mom is going out illegally to prove why supers shouldn't be illegal? Right then, a horn beeps and Mr. Incredible sighs in relief as he is saved by the school bus. Then he picks up baby Jack-Jack and says, we're going to get along just fine because you don't ask any hard questions. Jack replies by filling his diaper. Bravo, Mr. Bird. Such a well-played sequence of dialogue. Home life for Mr. Parr gets even more complicated when he realizes that he's the one responsible for erasing all memory of Violet from her boyfriend's mind and that he has to help Dash with his math homework. That's not how the teacher wants us to do it, Dash says. Well, it's how I learned to do it. Who changed math, answered Mr. Incredible. Math is math. Why change it? And at that moment, the camera shifts to Mrs. Incredible, who is saving the ambassador from a helicopter crash and doing TV interviews. She's the big hero. While back at home, Mr. Incredible is picking up spilled Cheerios and smelling to see if the milk has gone sour. For a long time, I have struggled to put the work of parenting into words. When my spouse comes home at the end of the day and says, ah, oh, what did you do today? That is my most hated question because I'm exhausted, ready to pull my hair out. I haven't showered or gone to the bathroom in 12 hours, but I can't for the life of me come up with an answer to what I've been so busy doing. But in another one of my favorite scenes, Mr. Incredible comes up with the perfect answer when Violet and Dash discover that Jack-Jack has powers. How come you didn't tell us? What can you do? Does mom know? How come you haven't told mom? Are you going to tell her? Mr. Incredible shouts the answer I have been grappling to find for years. He says, I'm formulating, okay? I'm taking in information. I'm processing. I'm doing the math. I'm fixing the boyfriend. I'm keeping the baby from turning into a flaming monster. How do I do it? By rolling with the punches, baby. I eat thunder and crap lightning. Why? Because I'm Mr. Incredible. Not so Mr. So-So or Mr. Mediocre Guy, but Mr. Incredible. That is the answer. That is the answer for what I have been doing all day. I'm processing. What have I been doing all day long? I have been taking information. I've been doing the math fixing the boyfriend, keeping the baby from turning into a flaming monster. I eat thunder and crap lightning. Why? Because I am Mrs. Incredible. Woe is me that this movie came out about 10 years too late, or I do believe I would have sewn myself a super suit and walked around my house wearing thigh-high black boots. 
How does one put parenting into words? It's called processing, my friends. Processing. Number three, favorite takeaway message number three, exhaustion. Parenting is exhausting. It may look easy on the outside. Two years ago, my younger sister had a new baby and I went up and stayed over one night. I didn't even do housework or meal preparation. I just visited with her, cuddled the baby, and played with her older children. I came home and slept for two hours. Now, I've birthed five of my own babies, but my youngest is age 10 and I am out of a practice. Looking back, I do not know how I did it. Oh, that's right. It nearly killed me. Parenting is exhausting work. I love the scene when Mr. Incredible is reading a bedtime story and he keeps falling asleep and the baby slaps his face to tell him to keep reading. Can you relate? I remember getting poked in the eyes. Mom, why did you stop? Mom, mom. Then each time he puts the baby in the crib, Jack-Jack wakes up and climbs out. So finally, Mr. Incredible puts a folding table over the crib and stacks a weight of books on top. We did this with our fourth baby. He was such a climber that he could probably have done Everest by age two. It is a true story that we tipped the crib upside down and created a baby jail which worked great for about three days before he learned how to leverage his weight to lift up the crib bars and crawl out from under. Can you say, baby Houdini? In the movie, Mr. Incredible again falls asleep while Jack-Jack is wide awake and watching TV. He spies a raccoon outside and discovers he can morph through the door and lands outside wrestling with the raccoon. Mr. Incredible races outside and picks up baby Jack-Jap, who duplicates into six versions of himself. I can't even tell you how much I love that one of this baby's superpowers is to be able to multiply. Because anyone who has ever cared for a baby or toddler can testify how they can be everywhere at once and how one baby can create the mess of a dozen monkeys. All excited to discover that his son has superpowers, Mr. Incredible says, you can multiply like rabbits and go through any locked door? Then you see his expression fall as the implications sink in that his baby can multiply like rabbits and go through any locked door. Jack sneezes and lasers shoot from his eyes and a fireball ignites the patio chair. Pixar, great job capturing that outnumbered feeling of being a parent. Mr. Incredible doesn't even realize he's at his wit's end when Violet calls in backup reinforcements. Uncle Lucia, or Frozone, arrives to help. He asks Mr. Incredible, when was the last time you slept? Mr. Incredible replies, oh, who keeps track of that? Besides, he's a baby. I can handle this. And at that moment, Jack-Jack disappears. And Frozone says, oh, so he's not like your other kids. Yes, Pixar, you got it right again. Just when you think you have parenting figured out, your next child is nothing like the first two. 
At last, Mr. Incredible takes Jack-Jack to Edna Mode, possibly the best character of the entire series. And did you know the voice of Edna is done by writer-director Brad Bird? In my favorite lines of dialogue, Mr. Incredible tells Edna, I haven't been sleeping. I broke my daughter. They keep changing math. We needed AA batteries, but I got AAA. I put one red thing in the whites and now everything's pink. And we still need AA batteries. Yes, indeed, you can bet your incredible bill. Parenting is exhausting. Number four, my fourth favorite takeaway is that in the end, it's the kids who save their parents. Mr. and Mrs. Incredible end up hypnotized by the screen slaver. And isn't it fitting that the parents' great nemesis, the evil they are constantly fighting in the movie, is the screen monster? And the kids come to their rescue. Helen hears her baby's voice and pauses. And in that pause, Jack-Jack is able to reach up and pull off the glasses that have been blinding her. I think there's also a metaphor here about kids trying to pull us away from staring at our screens. This is a fantastic scene because with all of the big superheroes around and all their special powers, it's the baby who's able to reach up, pull off the glasses, and save his mother. I think I love this because I feel like my kids save me. They're the ones who remind me to pray and to have family scripture study. During the long days of postpartum depression, it was my kids who kept me going. They're the reason I got out of bed and kept pushing forward the best I could. In the film, once Mrs. Parr's glasses are removed and she recognizes her children, she says, You came here for us? Violet answers, You betcha, we're family. That's what families do. And finally, number five. My fifth favorite takeaway message from the movie Incredibles 2 is this. You can have superpowers and parenting is still hard, but nothing is impossible when you have family. How many of us have wished for superpowers, for stretchy arms or extra hands or for eyes in the back of our heads? For me, this is the best message of the movie. That you can have superpowers. You can be Mr. Incredible for Pete's sake. And parenting is still hard. These people have superhuman strength and superhuman flexibility. And parenting was still tricky. I used to believe I was so incompetent. When the kids were little and they were always under my feet and it seemed that the house was always a mess and I was at least 15 steps behind where I needed to be, I felt like the problem was me. I felt like if I just could be more organized or more on top of it or more capable in some way or if I could have some superpower, that then life wouldn't be so chaotic and I would be managing the whole mothering thing much more skillfully. Now I say to mamas and daddies with young ones at home, give yourself the credit you deserve. You're running a circus out of your house. It's gonna be noisy. It's gonna be messy. And more often than not, it's gonna stink. In the film, Mr. Incredible says, I'm used to knowing what the right thing to do is, 
But now, I don't know. I just want to be a good dad. And Violet says, You're not good. You're super. In the film, Edna Mode says, And I can't voice her with the skill that Brad Bird does. When done properly, parenting is a heroic act. I'm fortunate it has never afflicted me. Babies have unlimited potential. We see that later when Mr. Incredible is testing the control switch Edna created to go along with Jack-Jack's suit. And doesn't every parent wish their child came with a remote control? Well played, Pixar. Well played. Creating a baby character complete with remote control. While learning how to use the remote control, Mr. Incredible tells Violet and Dash, No firing the baby around the house. This is potentially dangerous and we're trying to train him to control his powers. And here is where I want to tell a story that comes from Pixar about the power of babies. This is a true story. In 1998, the Pixar team was working on Toy Story 2. The Toy Story 2 crew consisted of about 150 people in animation, lighting, and modeling departments, all linked to the same files of the movie. Oren Jacob, the chief technical officer at Pixar, had his computer opened when he noticed files begin disappearing. Someone had mistakenly typed a command that told the computer to delete the files. They put out a company-wide SOS to shut down the main computer, but before they could stop it, over 90% of the movie was gone. This was 1998, before Pixar had a fail-proof backup system. And think about it, in 1998, we were still using VHS tapes and floppy disks, and the largest size of a backup tape was 4 gig. Here enters the hero Galen Suzman, the supervising technical director on Toy Story 2, who had just given birth to her son Eli shortly before and had been working from home. This meant that she had a silicon graphics workstation at her house with a backup copy. In great haste, Orin and Sussman drove to her house and had to lift her computer on a piece of plywood into the car, which then became a $100 million vehicle as it sped back to Pixar Studios. This story is fresh on my mind because I recently reread Martha Beck's book, Expecting Adam, about a time when she was a pregnant graduate student at Harvard and discovered that the baby she was carrying had Down syndrome. This was the late 1980s, and at Harvard, you did not mention your personal life. You did not talk about family. You did not talk about family issues, being pregnant, or giving birth was no excuse for missing class or turning in a late assignment. Kids and family were considered obstacles to success, and prioritizing anything family over school or work was detrimental to your career and reputation. So here, just 10 years later, is a story of a company whose $100 million project is saved because one of their female technical directors had a baby and was working from home on maternity leave. 
It's a great message from Pixar and from the movie Incredibles 2 that kids can save us. I love that society is shifting away from the perspective of, look at all the things kids prevent you from having, doing, and being. In the end, the Parr family works together. It's a change of perspective to look what we can do with family. I want to say thank you, Brad Bird, and the many, many people at Pixar for creating a timeless classic family film that captures the flexibility of a mother, the invisible work of processing information, the inherent exhaustion of being a parent, the insight that children can save us, and the message that we can do anything with family. So my friends, these next few weeks while you're trapped at home with the kiddos, watch a little Incredibles too. Give yourself some credit because parenting is tricky and exhausting. Exercise your flexibility. Acknowledge the work of processing. Let your kids save you. Know that you can do anything with family and understand that you aren't just a good parent, you are incredible. This is Malia Warner. Thank you for joining me on today's episode. I hope you have an incredible week. If you have some extra time, remember to go into iTunes and leave me a review. Be healthy, stay safe. I will meet you back here next week for another episode of Power Principles, the podcast. Until then, bye-bye.